All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Behind the Bunker. It is Monday night. Thank you guys for tuning in. My name is Todd Ansich, and uh, yeah, we're going to be with you all night tonight. we got lots of great stuff on the show tonight. We are down one soldier, but uh, we're still going to uh, muster up a show here. But tonight we have Josh Subizabrickus. Yeah, we're bringing the uh, show restart energy to this action, too, because, um, yeah, <laughs> Matt was at the urologist and the stream wasn't. Don't say that someone's watching this show and I'm going to get asked about it next week. (laughs) Did Matt go to the urologist? (laughs) Sorry, Matt. Matt's mom watched last week's episode and had some follow-up questions, so I don't don't want to answer that. I will send you my (laughs) usual three-part apology card in the mail. So, yeah, so thank you guys for uh, for tuning in. We also have Garvin Sharma from Terra Tech Industries. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for tuning in and sticking with us. Uh, we're a couple of minutes running behind schedule, uh, but we certainly appreciate you. So whether you're watching live on the YouTube, Twitch, or Facebook, or you're catching us in Rewind, we certainly appreciate everybody joining us Monday night or Tuesday, whenever you're listening to it. Uh, it's going to be a great show, and as I say every week, make sure you hit that like, share, and tag a friend or three in the chat just so they know what you're doing tonight. Yeah, yeah. And because we started late, if you guys could do us a favor and hit that share button just let uh, people know that we are live and maybe uh, post it to a couple of your forums, that would be uh, super appreciated. Um, we're not going to tell you who, but take a wild guess who's missing, ladies and gentlemen. Post it up in the chat. We'll see if anybody guesses. Uh, who's missing? You know what I'm missing? The Twitch stream. Uh, I see Wait, it. That's not Garvin, though. Yeah, Garvin's got a hoodie on in that one. Oh, maybe that's last week's. It is. Okay. I don't know where the, I don't Are we know on Twitch, Matt? We should be. All right. <laughs> yes. Yes, we should be. <laughs> um, so, yeah, lots to get to on the show tonight. We, uh, Despite the fact that we're missing somebody, we have a vault segment that was submitted this evening. We also have a topic. We want to talk about who the hell spends more, whether it's uh, mag-fed players, uh, or scenario ballers, players, scenario rec ballers. Or- um, I know someone likes to call them woods ballers. So, yeah, we're going to talk about that a little bit later on in the show. Uh, nice to see PTJM. It's been Philip a long time. Thomas yeah. John Marshall in the chat. Um, Jason Smith guesses uh, that Joe is missing tonight. He is. We do have a po- uh, we do have uh, his from the ball segment, so we'll get to that in a moment. <laughs> Scrolling through the Instagrams this week, do you guys know what this is? Black Dis- discount paintballer shot it. Or showed it. I have to. The Bobby Duke's box. You, I looked at it. and I went black on black paintball. That is phenomenal. No, it sucks. It's great because no, it you can't see it coming. You can't see it going. But you can't. Yeah, you can't track it. So you're, that's you're, right. You're shooting blind. That's right. But if you were to take that, we had that with a like a, a slightly dark purple, so you could just barely track them. But the people on the other side could barely see them coming. And right. there, yeah. So it was pretty cool. But it's not that. Um, here's what they are. They are called Zerk balls they're so, not filled with sand are they or hollywood balls no they're filled with some sort of college some sort of um I, I don't know what it is but it says hollywood balls are commonly used to create bullet hit effects so okay. in their like video squibs. it hit a dumpster and it looked like it uh it sparked yes and a little bit of dust come off of it and i thought that looked really cool so I started doing some research. I, I, you can find them. They're not easy. You've got to have licenses and, and all that sort of stuff. But this uh, site calls them Hollywood Balls. And uh, this one here calls them uh, Bulls Breaker Spark Rounds. Uh, and as I say, you have to have a, a license to buy them. 
But here I found, so spark balls is what these guys call them in their 68 caliber box of 100. Do you see how much they are? Ho! 460 US dollars All for right. 100. Should put that in prices, right? My field paintballs are expensive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, so there Why is paintball so expensive? I, I try would, shooting a movie, son. Yeah. I would like to try one. And the guy in the video explicitly used one. <laughs> He gonna, did not. I was going to say, because they're $4 each. Oh, yeah, nearly five bucks <laughs> individual. But I would have. Yeah. It's like 1980s pricing. Yeah, no kidding. I would have put a, 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 what do you call the max loader on my back full of those. And <laughs> oh, so <laughs> took since, out a loan. Since Joe's in here, uh, back in the day, we had California Magnum. And I was shooting them out of my thing. And it was oil-based paint. And they came in 10-round tubes. and Yeah. Uh-oh. Hmm? Wolf Critchlow is back from turn? Germany. And he's speaking in tongues. Guten Abend. <laughs> yes. Nice to see you. Sprechen Sie Deutsch? Um, now, it's important to remember, as I learned from his video earlier today, he was not just in Germany, but he was in Poland, which is just over the border. I um, bet he had some really great crowds. He said it was done in a one-hour drive, and I think the first time that was done, it took about, what, three days? Yeah. What was that in poor taste? <laughs> Too soon. Let's keep moving on. Uh, send your emails to Zuby at BehindTheBunker.com. Um, yeah. So I did a little research more on this Zerk ball, and they have a video showing how to make them yourself. So you can see they have a little enca- like little encapsulators. And look, at they've got like lady fingers in there. They've got some ca- uh, caps, as we used to call them, the red rings. And then the what do you call the white things? The little Snapdragons. Snap That's what the box is yeah, for. Yeah. So oh, come on, Snapdragon. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, come on. If you're gonna do that, whatever. Put the four, five dollars down for your first strike round or whatever they're called, Zerk, Zerk balls. So just tape go. some of the Snapdragons to the back of your first strike round. <laughs> yeah, sure. yeah. Uh, do you just call them Snapdragons? That's what they're called. There are they really called it's Snapdragons? The, you saw the box, on the box yeah. in the photo. Yeah, I guess so. I thought Snapdragon was a flower in Zuby's gardens. Um, exalt, ladies and gentlemen, treats. new small dual sided microfiber garden. towels. Available. There we go, baby. Oh, I like that ace one. Ace of spades. Yeah. Well, with that towel, though, you would have to know when to hold them. There's also the El Tigo Stripo on the bottom. You're not going to go with the fold? <laughs> no, I was just going to let you walk away. Um, I know when to run. I, ha- I have to admit, I went down a Kenny mm. Rogers rabbit hole last week. I do like looking for the chicken. <laughs> yes. It's not fast food, Gavin. Kenny? It's good food. Fast. fast. <laughs> um, full no, gap, ladies and gentlemen, November 3rd to 5th. That's happening at uh, Command Wargame Decisions in North Carolina. Uh, if, you went south to, if you went to South Carolina, you went too far. But head out and get registered for the full gap uh, by going to fullgap.com. Um, that's all I got in the world of newness. Um, I have to say I'm very jealous and uh, very disappointed that my friends and I didn't go to Super Game this year. Yeah. All I saw in my timeline this week was people that have uh, pictures of being at Super Game. And Dan, Bonebreak, Barno, you guys, you guys will see me next year. I want to go back. I will not miss that show. I will not miss that next year. So I, I wouldn't mind going, only if we can have the same arrangement on the way home with you and your poor eyesight. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes, I would like that as well. Um, I, I here's a question: Would we be more tired from Red Eye, or would Wolf be more tired from his Red Eye coming from Germany? I, I think th- it would be. 
I think it'd be the other way around. I think we'd be worse than him. He yeah, I've gained time. I've done that before. Yeah, like that to England and uh, to England and back, like Germany and France and back. I find that is not as bad because there's such a big difference. Like when it's like that from Oregon, where it's like a couple of hours, it just it mm, sucks so much. Yeah, 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 and we left so late and. Yeah. Like when you're on the plane from England or, or Germany or France or something, like you've got enough time to get some real sleep yeah, between, right? Yeah, that's true. Would you, if you're not sitting beside vegetable lasagna? <laughs> that's it, Josh. We're broken up again. <laughs> I can hear you. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen. So we'll get to the show tonight. We have a uh, from the vault segment we'll get to in just a moment when we come back. We've got maybe uh, some questions. We have a topic to get to. We have prices right. And uh, it's gonna be hard for Joe to win tonight's prices right if he's not here. But but he has a spreadsheet. He he'll have he'll he'll follow along at home. So yeah, let's check out uh, Joe's vault, and we'll be right back. Hey, it's uh, Joe from Flagler's Paintball here with another segment from the vault, where we go back in history, back in the early days of paintball, and I show you something's kind of cool, something's kind of neat, something you may not have seen before. Today is no different. Uh, with the summer season fast approaching, we'll be changing our wardrobes from hoodies, tiger stripe hoodies, plain hoodies green hoodies behind the bunker hoodies flag gritter hoodies whatever hoodies and we'll be looking for something maybe a little cooler in the hot humid weather that we encounter here and let's just look up into the tickle trunk and we'll go through some clothes and we'll pull out this look at this gem this is vintage dye casual wear it's an extra large polyester cotton blend I don't know what year, but I want to say it's probably around 2005. It's dye precision, has the dye logo on the bottom, nice buttons. It's um, designed to be worn outside your shorts, so it's actually a nice shirt. And of course, it has the dye logo. In the early days of dye, when they had, you know, made all kinds of um, casual clothes and summer clothes. These buttons actually say die on them. If you look closely, these are die buttons designed for the die apparel line. Again, the die logo. Great thing about die, their logo was everywhere. It was very easy to see. And these guys in you know 2004, 2005, 2006 had tons of casual clothing, shorts, you know, casual shirts, jackets, all kinds of stuff. But anyway, this this is this week's segment from the vault. Thanks for watching, and we'll see you next time. Pew pew. All right, I remember going to the dye booth and actually buying all of their 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 casual wear. I remember them having their regular catalog and a casual wear catalog. Yeah, and uh, almost being excited to have the catalog flipping through, going, "Okay, cool." I I really like having paintball attire wearing out, so people see that you have you know, a common interest, you know, anyone that sees a paintball shirt usually comes up and says something to me. Um, I don't like to wear my jerseys everywhere. I don't like the look no, of no, a jersey, no. but I do yeah. like, you know, a shirt that has like a paintball manufacturer on it or something. Um, as we were, as we we're chatting about um, watching Joe's uh, segment, I had that shirt. I remember um, like I had chinos, I had shorts, um, you know, everyone has t-shirts too, but I really enjoy the casual line. And as you, as you mentioned, um, when you get that odd person who recognizes the logo, Hey, yeah. is that so-and-so company? Absolutely. Yeah. My brethren. Thank Dan. Thank you, Dan. And Hardy says, bring back paintball casual wear. I agree. Now I was in 
when I was in Texas NXL a couple weeks ago, the dive booth did have some new casual wear. And I walked in and I went, I said to the guy, like, good for you. Like, this is stuff that people get excited about. And I went back near the end of the tournament and sure enough, a lot of it got cleaned out. Um, Carbon is another one. I have to admit, every time I go into the Carbon booth, I always grab their shirts and apparel because their logos have like this rubber feel to them. And the shirts are really nice. They're like a, a moisture wicking type of shirt. Also sort of like a, the Under Armour. Um, yeah, yeah. Stuff, yeah. But it's like, weird? I can't stop. Okay, that aside, am I weird? I go into a store right now, yeah, you're like weird, a clothing store. Mm-hmm. And without, like, looks isn't really what I'm looking for for clothes. I walk up and I feel it. Like, I love the, like, uh, now a lot of, like, um, if you go into a women's store, they have a lot of like fleecy things and stuff that's very silky and it's very nice to the touch, right? But even like if you go into like a Lou store or a, a men's store, like everything has such a nice feel to it. I feel like a creep, but it's like, hey, I like that. Sh- people's fabric. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, then nobody's wearing it, but it's like. I know a Chinaman downtown who can. <laughs> yeah. So I ended up walking out with the executive. <laughs> I could be here. What, what time did he be there? Like About four o'clock. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, so anyway, so there we go, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, what were we talking about here? So we're just casual, casual gear. Yeah. But you're right. You go walk into a women's store. Women's clothes are soft. They're silky. They're nice. And then men's, it's like here's your hundred grit. Yeah. Like why is a cotton t-shirt? A hundred grit sandpaper in the inside. I don't get it. You go in and it's like burlap sack and. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Although I did, I know this is way off aside. I just bought something, and this is again seeing it? seeing it enough people wearing them in Texas that I got burnt pretty bad, and a lot of the guys down there were wearing long sleeve yep. UV, UV shirts, shirts yep. with a hood on it, and I lo- I thought that's a nice look. Like it, it makes sense if you wear a t shirt over top of it, and then you're you're still like covered on a hot sunny day. You go fishing anytime on a boat, reflection off the water, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. But when it's- I when I was down there, even though it was warm, I wore a hoodie because I could put the hood up on the back and cover the back of my neck, and, and uh, I put it over top of my head when I was standing in the direct sunlight, and I was warm. But I'd rather be warm than burnt for the third day in a row. Well, so. I mean, uh, when I was at the field, I used to wear those mission cooling um, gaiters. Right, so moisture wicking, cooling when you soak it in water, and uh, you get the SP, you get the uh, sun protection factor as well, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know if anybody's wearing those out now. I think it's a great idea. I don't like the fishing shirts that people wear, and they it's wear the same casually. Thing, like Rashgar, oh, like okay, yeah. Like, when you're they're not, like they're not okay, no, but they're like button down okay. shirts with like lure pockets and like yeah. I'm wearing one right now. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's not like that. I'm talking like... I thought those were real flies. <laughs> you. I no, know this, is, this is Columbia PFG, professional fishing gear. That's what this shirt is. Yeah, and their flies are closed, by the way. Just FYI. XYZ. Wait, I'm wearing yoga shorts. Anyways, we'll talk about this another time. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to stop the show for a second. Our good friend Joseph P. Kimson is in the chat, and he's following along, so he may be playing Prices Right later as well. (laughs) So we're glad you're here, my friend. But the question is, is he wearing paintball casual wear where he is right now? I'm curious if he's wearing fishing gear or paintball casual wear. (laughs) Yes. And does he have kraut? That is the question everybody wants to know. Yeah. Um... Now, Steve Mayer in the live chat says he loves wearing see-through mesh shirts. We need to bring those back, baby. <laughs> Do we really? <laughs> Just so, you know, like, we need some space for our nips to come out. Where where Joe is, there's lots bring of the people. the nips. Where Joe is, there are lots of people wearing uh, ho- holy shirts, but uh, not not like Steve Mayer is talking about. Oh, well. All right. Well, why don't we move on? <laughs> yes, please. I don't know how we got to that. Oh, Joe's video sent us on a... 
on a rabbit Ooh. hole there. Um, all right, ladies and gentlemen. Well, let's. Uh, oh, I wanted to get to one thing before we got to the topic. So, I was doing something with uh, ChatGPT again today, and I, 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 I. Oh, this was a couple days ago. I wrote, "What is the top ten most asked paintball questions on Google?" Okay. So, any you, guesses on what you, the first one would be, Gavin? Like, I, I, Josh can see my sheet, so I won't you, ask. You him. didn't um, want to go with the top ten paintball questions asked on Bing? Yeah. No. Uh, I'm going to say it's marker related. So what's the best gun? Very close. How does a paintball gun work? Okay. Well, interesting. So people are looking for the sort of the, the technology to the science behind it versus. Yeah, I never would have thought of that. Shop. Yeah. But again, that's a, that was the number one uh, question on the that's board. That's a pretty valid question. Not everybody's yeah. going to know it's done with high pressure air, right? Or CO2. Yeah. Well, I guess CO2 would have been still technically high pressure air. Yeah. Uh, what is the proper way to clean a paintball gun? Uh, brackets go back and watch behind the bunker last week. These are some pretty legit questions. Yeah. What is the best paintball brands? There we go. I could ask you guys what our top three are, but I I know we'd piss some people off. We would, but I think it's again these are really subjective questions. It's they up are. to the individual in terms of they what are. works yeah. for them. Well, and, re- and regionally as well. Like there's some areas that you know you can't get parts or or, or certain markers or yeah. type of equipment, right? Well, it's like. Yeah, George Hayes says I need a behind the bunker mesh shirt to wear with his jeggings. <laughs> <laughs> I just threw up a little in my mouth, George. <laughs> there goes my kraut. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's like if you're a Ford guy, you can't. No one can tell you how good a Chevy is, or vice versa. So we'll we'll just leave that one as a subjective thing. Um, how much does it cost to play paintball? Is number four. That's yeah. a good question. Yeah, yeah. Um, what should I wear to play paintball? Still a good question. Uh, what is the difference between a hopper and a magazine in paintball? That's a great question. Yeah. Um, what is the maximum range of a paintball gun? What was the world record that was set a couple years ago? We talked about it on the show. I can't remember. 190 meters or something like that? Maybe no, it, wasn't it wouldn't that have been long. meters. It, it would be 190 ridiculous. feet? No. Probably Anyway, yeah. Somebody Google this. Yeah, yeah. Um, if anyone knows in the live chat, post up what what, what it was. Um, what is the best type of paintball to use? Best brand, anyways. Um, how can I improve my accuracy in paintball? That's a good one. And then the last Open your one, eyes, jackass. <laughs> number ten. What are the basic rules of paintball? These are all solid Google questions. I like it. They yeah. are. I'm 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 very proud of. Uh, of my chat GPT. Now everybody's got it. Now Grammarly has it. Um, Google has an extension. Someone else I was So I just heard it. about um, somebody using chat GPT to do a meal plan for the week in terms of like what your budget is. And uh, oh, I thought a what, what a great idea. way to use that. That is a great idea. Here's my budget. And they, yeah, put together a meal plan. Funny you say Bing. Bing has a. Has I, one I didn't as well. say Bing, but a uh, good no, segue. Well, he was. <laughs> segue to what <laughs> is the bing segment yes yeah, brought yeah. to you by bing <laughs> so whatever um <sighs> so i may disappoint some people out there tonight but we have something a little new uh to work on our reads are different joe sat down and rewrote our read so ladies and gentlemen we're gonna do our now our, with grammar our, yeah now with more more <laughs> more grammar so if you guys would like to let us know at the end of it um too many exclamation points though yeah how what do you think of our new reads i'm not refreshing here but i saw it on screen did joe kimson comment 330 feet he did and it was pinned okay that's why i can't see it okay all right ladies and gentlemen 
Let me tell you about Planet Eclipse. From the point man to the podium, Planet Eclipse. Oh, I get the right maybe picture. I should get the right image. Otherwise, it won't make sense. There Did we go. Joe used onomatopoeia in the first. Well done. <laughs> there we go. From the point man to the podium, Planet Eclipse performance. Paintball hardware and gear is designed, manufactured, and perfected to operate when the pressure is on or when there is no pressure at all. Get Planet Eclipse and perform. Matt? EG, the Smoke Grenade Company, has been providing the players, the playmakers, the photographers, and the storytellers with battlefield brilliance. Brilliant colors and creative, wonderfully brilliant tales. Creating wonderfully brilliant tales since 2005. Make sure your next adventure includes EG. Matt did practice, by the way. I did not. <laughs> Air-ups. Give inflation a whole new meaning. Designed and manufactured and handcrafted in America by Brent. Stainless steel hardware and thick welded seams will keep everybody in play all day. Get Air-ups and stay up. Exalt. <laughs> Why do I do back-to-back reads? All right. Exalt, taking accessories and gear to the next level. Get Exalt for the next level design, products, and materials. Whether you're a beginner, upgrading, or a pro breaking out, get Exalt, which is available worldwide. We'll go back one. <laughs> this, this read, just like Rome, was not built in the day, but you sure can look good while doing it. Ruthless now offers fully supplemented team packages. Everything you need to look oh so good on the road to victory. Use the promo code BTB15 to save 15% on your journey. Yours seems familiar. A little bit. I changed some of the grammar. <laughs> Did you? DLX Technologies, creators of the TM40 marker and accessories used by some of the best. Light, sleek, and fast. The TM40 only available from DLX. Ride 519. Whether you're riding on pavement, pathway, sand, or gravel, you can blaze your own trail with one wheel. And before you ride off onto the sunset or sunrise, use your promo code BTB10 to save 10% on your new ride at ride519.com. Hashtag 519. Did my mic just cut out? Maybe? Yeah, it's a long story. Okay. Who's reading this one? Tanks. Oh, you're welcome. Well, tanks for nothing. Well done. Tanks is everything. Hold on. We don't have you, buddy. For some reason, your mic. Are we is missing every? Low. I can't hear myself either. It'll come back. What happens oh, okay. is the compression hits, uh, and it's going to do it again. All right, tanks is everything bigger in Texas. It is a tanks big man adventure park. Houston's one stop for all ages action. Tanks hits its targets every time with jelly ball, low impact, and regular paintball, airsoft, and axe throwing. Book your next adventure with the big man. Here we go, baby. We're back. All right. Sorry about that, ladies. Nice to have tanks on board. Check, check. Yeah, it seems for some reason all our... There we go. There we go. We're back. Okay. I don't know why it does that. I will look into it for next week. All right. So thank you to all of our sponsors and thank you to everybody um, for shopping with them. I appreciate that. So why don't we get to tonight's topic, and we're going to watch the live chat. If you guys uh, have the ability to type in, we will uh, try to get to your comments. But we want to know who spends more playing paintball. And you can break it down by genre. We did kind of speedballer versus woodsballer versus recreational players. Um, but yeah, let us know what you guys think in the live chat. Tim, Tim Mudo 
on Instagram simply said speedballers for obvious reasons, but I I would almost disagree with that. Let's get some more points here. Uh, William Bailey says the question was not asked correctly. Yeah, Todd, you jerk. <laughs> Uh, he says, overall, oh, yeah. rec ball makes the industry most of its money. If you base it on individual spending, it's up in the air between tourney and scenario slash big games. All right. I guess I was looking for individual player. Like, So let's let's do that. We're talking about one player. We'll break it down by genre, I guess, of, of, of who you think is. Yeah. Uh, Michael Pelling says, speedball for sure, because on top of tournaments, we also play scenario in big games. Ooh! Oh, uh, now well, he's throwing a wrench into well, it. Well, there's some people who play exclusively uh, either genre of the, uh, the sport. Yeah, I, I guess, I guess my question has to be more explicit and more into a paragraph. I guess I'm looking at just sort of one, but he's right. Like I, I play. You know, when I was playing tournament, I also played Tuesday night paintball, and I also played big games. So, like, yes, that was an expensive year, but. Uh, uh, so Brian Foster in the chat and Jason Kerr says speedballers get a lot of sponsors though. Huh. So offset yeah. the cost, I guess. Unless you're playing professionally, even semi-pro guys don't get like they get it. Their their sponsorship is cheap gear, which is kind of at cost at manufacture, and that's it. They're lucky to have a field to give them discounted fees and. Uh, Maybe they work for a paintball field or league or some way to raise money and, and abilities to, to cover practice paint, but nothing is free in paintball. Maybe some of the pro teams are getting those kind of things, but not not even all of them are getting that. And Cameron Turnbull agrees with you, Todd. He says yeah. uh, a sponsorship in paintball doesn't make a dent in the cost of play. So all the things that you highlighted, uh, it's very few and far between that actually has a, a full variety. Yeah. yeah, when people say sponsorships, a lot of people don't realize that it's not a free ride it's often like a discount package discount package or come work for us for a bit speaking of cameron turnbull he says uh one player the one speedballer who takes 70 shots when he walks onto the field before the point even begins <laughs> yeah yeah especially if he's shooting those zerk paintballs <laughs> look at the explosions <laughs> yes. 5 10 15 20 is his feet on fire uh, Dylon Key says, "Magfed players, they buy more accessory gear than anyone. Might as well just play airsoft. Magfed will like buy that? a rail they don't need for sights they don't use, lasers, iron sights, flashlights, buttstocks, helmets, chest rigs. Uh, dot dot dot. See more. And then Daniel Hammer says they do like their accessories. That's uh, true. Tommy Tuamala says, speedballers, easy, full stop.'" Uh, he says, uh, sports insurance, team fees, practice, paint, and e uh, gear updates every year. He says, mag fetishers. Ooh, I resemble that comment. Uh, do spend a lot of uh, night optics and other tactical stuff, but those tend to be single-time investments as a tournament player has to wallet open constantly. Yeah. Wolfen uh, C. Critchlow says, uh, speedballers like to upgrade guns yearly. Yes. You're right. But also, if you're doing it yearly, you still are getting money back from those. So if you're spending $1,500 on a gun, you might be able to sell that at the end of the season or the beginning of the next season for... Low, low prices. You know, 1100 1200 Axe plus cash. And I would argue that scenario players and recreational players... Um, I'm going to take this out of the speedballer here for a second. Buy lower price guns. Not always. But they also keep them. 
I have more scenario style guns than oh, I do speedball. Dear guns. God, how many rubber band bins do I have of uh your first Tipman, your first A5, oh, you know so what I mean? Many. Your 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 TMC, your TM7, like every yes, everything yeah, that you yes, have sir. in your recreational arsenal, you seem well. Not just me. I I think it's everybody because the guns are worth a little less, and guys can accumulate them easier. I bet you if you took, you know, a, 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 a recreational player who comes out every couple of weeks and add up what he has in his bin, it might be more than what a speedballer has. Speedballers have maybe one backup, maybe. I know a lot of kids that don't. They come up to the field, and when their gun doesn't work, it's beg, borrow, and steal one until they can get back on the field. Yes, sir. Uh, Charles Holton, longtime friend of the show, says, I spend about the same regardless of the format. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. I I, I think that's the going to be the long and short of it. At the end of the day, like if you have $1,000 to spend a year on recreation, that's what you're going to do, whether you choose to spend it on speedball or, or, or woods ball. Not yeah. to generalize, but... So this is a unique style of play. Uh, Thomas Bork says uh, stock class players. No need to buy HBA tank, uh, rehydro. Uh, it's 10 round two for buck 25 each. $35 gets them enough 12 gram cartridges for the year. Yep. And it's the cheapest eight hours of paintball. It'll cost them about $14. Entry, 200 paintballs, yeah. rotisserie chicken meal. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, I, I agree. I think also pump players pay a little bit. And there's one other category of player that probably spends the least amount every year and that's the arrow bow guys <laughs> i have a bow and arrow for paintballs i don't i, I what is it called arrow gun arrow, uh, arrow bow so because they air bow yep. it's hard for them to shoot 100 rounds and it well maybe maybe 100 rounds not a lot but uh yeah and think of the average like think of the scenario player too again i'm playing devil's advocate maybe taking a bit of the speedballer side because they're getting you know crapped on here but how much do you spend in first strike rounds you know how many mags do you do you have how many pouches and radios and earbuds and i bet you that all adds up a speedballer yes has an expensive gun yes yes also has an expensive mask but those masks are also worn like if you went to super game this weekend i bet you, you looked around more people were wearing tournament style masks than hard plastic or full headgear masks i like how Todd talks about tournament masks as if there's any other mask other than tournament mask. Well, there are. They're, they're, like, scenario, like you talk about like the the hard plastic mask, like the V4, like not the V4, the original ones, but like. Okay, so you're talking about rental level masks. Yes. There's no yeah. like professional style scenario mask. Sure, there's a great uh, paintball goggle that's out there that fits a bump helmet perfectly fine, and uh, which, yeah, yeah. no. <laughs> in which year which year are we at and waiting for that to be released i know how many times have we went to a paintball extravaganza talked to manufacturers asked for this and they looked at us like you know don't get me started don't get me started this that. would this would make joe very happy if someone came out with that it would be yeah uh, the, ryan mcgee let's move on before i start losing my crap in terms of that in terms of where you're going all right uh ryan mcgee says uh magnet players are all over uh so first strikes First strike rounds are way more expensive than they ever should be. And friend of the show, Eli Galabois, says, Ha ha, this is a loaded one. The big factor is if there's travel involved. So you could do, you could do either without flying or road trips, then you don't need to drop on food or hotels, then you're ready ahead. Uh, some fields, leagues, etc. events, they charge wildly different prices. And you talked about some of the paint in Ontario and Quebec is just 
outrageous as well. So yeah. if if uh, if travel is part of your paintball budget, then uh, it will far exceed that. Of, uh, but here's the thing: I okay, if I never played speedball, I'd still travel. I I paid airfare to go to Super Game. I travel to go to other fields in my province. I. I've stayed in hotels because of big games. So, like, you can't tell me I'm not spending travel money just because I'm playing rec ball. I'm not limiting myself to one field. And no more tax credit for travel. <sighs> Damn. Yeah. So, I think... That was nice. It was nice. It was nice. I think I would almost agree that speedballers could potentially spend more because they are traveling more. And that's the... They're not... No longer has paintball become a hobby. It's become their sport. Right, so for that, I would I would agree that maybe speedballers do at the end of the day play more, but I don't think really the average speedballer that plays locally at his field spends much more than a guy who comes and plays recreationally and buys first strike rounds and buys all of his gear. So uh, Chase Alderman also uh, echoes that point as speedballers because the paint cost alone wins for them. Uh, so although per yeah. case they're spending less money. The amount yeah. of volume that, that they shoot um, yeah. it evens out in terms of uh, yeah. it exceeds, I think, what the average rec baller plays. And sometimes, too, the guys that are practicing speedball that buy it by the case aren't necessarily getting the same quality of paintball that... Right. Actually, I can verify that they are not at our field. They were never getting the same quality. They were getting what they wanted to pay for. You know, they if they would have spent 10 more bucks a box, they would have got a better paint. Uh, but if you took a speedballer's paint and you put it up against what the rental kid that's pay- that's playing at the field, that rental paint is far superior. It's, you know what I mean? It's not breaking in their guns. It's giving them a good time. Where speedballers are a little bit ginger on, on you know, on the on the paint and can, can deal with a slightly crappier paint. And because they're shooting so much of it, they just want whatever their wallet can afford at that time. So, Sorry, going back to your arrow uh, bow uh, question. Uh, so Bill Scribner in the chat says, I have an arrow bow. I shot 20 balls at a scenario game. I had a dead arm for the rest of the game. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that'll do it. There goes his social life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, um, I like them. I think it's neat. I just think that if you're hunting in a paintball game with a bow and arrow, you grossly handicapped yourself. Like if you were going out in the field to yeah. shoot, like to hunt like normal people would hunt with a bow, you were on the same lane. But when you got a guy with a, you know, a space gun burping the paint down the field and everyone else playing robin hood yeah yeah it's hard maybe they'll come out with spear spears with paintballs on the tip or something i don't know bingo dabbers <laughs> there you go bingo dabbers yeah yeah i have heard of people using bingo dabbers to try to get people but that's that's just asking for people to get assaulted and get upset and start fights oh, and, great yeah there should yeah. be no contact yeah anyway uh Cameron Turnbull says full doofy from scary movie. I don't know. I don't get that reference. That's a movie series that I never really got into. Not missing much. Yeah. Uh, a group of us went to super game last weekend. I'm sure on average, we spent about a thousand dollars each and says Rick, ouch, not only did you spend a thousand dollars each, but you had a blast. I saw the pictures from super game. I will definitely make a, a pilgrimage there next week. And it's not an expense. Rather. It's an investment in your entertainment. That's right. Yes. How many people go, you know, I have friends that are into golf. They'll go to different courses all over the world just because they want to experience different courses. So they'll fly somewhere and go do that course and then do a couple things locally. So, I mean, our hobby is expensive, but it's a hobby. That's what it's supposed to. Every hobby is expensive. I I would implore you to put a put, you know, put something in there. And yes, you could say soccer because you buy a ball, you know, but that's not really that's not really a hobby. 
It's a lifestyle. <laughs> it's a lifestyle. Yeah. Football is life. The football life didn't. I, I didn't choose a football life. The football life chose like, me. When people talk about like how expensive paintball is compared to other sports, in my mind, I always think, what sports are you playing? Because besides soccer and baseball, oh, like you're playing golf. There's no way golf is cheaper than paintball nope. or more expensive. Hockey? Seriously, come on. Paintball like, pants, even the most expensive <laughs> tournament pants, are nowhere near what a pair of like Oakley designer you know plaid golf pants are going to be worth oh yeah like the newest oakley ones are like 250 dollars uh well brian foster one up you uh, and your dignity for the cheapest yeah, sport staring at a wall Ooh, it's pretty cheap that's not a sport that's a game <laughs> that is also a lifestyle <laughs> but like what, but what sports yeah, no, i want to know what sports are people playing where like oh, i can't afford baseball i'd rather stick to my froth don't tell me they're even remotely close to the same. Baseball is the second most boring sport in the world besides soccer. Sport? Ah, shut your mouth wow. when you talk to me. You should leave now. Okay, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to I'm going to get some people upset. I will fight people on that, I promise. <laughs> if I have to listen to one more person tell me about the benefits of frisbee golf, I'm going to lose my crap. I get that people like it. I get that it's popular right now, but that and pickleball is another thing. Oh, I'm going to be trying that this summer, my friend. And I and I and I, I would try it too, but I'm just tired of hearing about okay. it. Okay, I won't say anything. <laughs> I won't say anything, but you'll just see me on the uh, the cover of Pickleball International. There's a fellow that I know, and whenever I talk to him, he tries to slide in um, frisbee golf as often as he can. We'll be talking about something. You go. He'll look at his watch and go, "Oh, I'm going to meet my buddy in a couple hours for some frisbee golf." It's like I'm not biting. <laughs> <laughs> right and then you know we'll change the subject 10 minutes later something will go by and you know, the wind will pick up and he'll go oh it's gonna be a little too windy for some frisbee golf today gonna have to get my heavier discs out I'm like nope not biting on that one either sorry i i was actually gonna try it one time um i was on my way to the park and i had a like an armful of invitations i dropped one i slipped one and i hurt my back i spent the entire summer in rehab, <laughs> so I don't I don't frisbee golf. It's supposed anymore. to be the summer of Zuby, wasn't it? Yeah, so I had a big yeah. wheel of cheese. <laughs> size man, we're acquiring it with a fridge in it. Did you lick the envelopes to seal them, or no, no? That's I had good. a bad experience. That's good. All right. Well, why don't we uh, move on for the? Are we going to take our own opinions on this, or just yours, and then move on? No, by all means. Okay. Bitter too, Gavin. <laughs> I uh, honestly, I still think it's a uh, speedball. Just by you know, and I'm saying that for competitive speedball, not recreational speedball. I yeah. And so yeah, the amount of time and commitment for both the series, uh, your entry fees for that, and the practice at every field, heading up to tournaments, I think, and then as somebody mentioned, the the the, the travel is involved with it. I think uh, speedball uh, pays significantly more than 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 the average rec ball player or big game player. I think pure playing speedball, yes. But overall experience, scenario by far. Because I, I started out playing tournament paintball for like two years. I would get up in the morning, I'd eat breakfast, I'd go to the field, I'd bring some water with me and maybe Gatorade, play, and then go home. Whereas like scenario, it's like I get ready the night before, 
I usually watch a movie related to whatever it is I'm doing. So I'm ordering movie theater popcorn nice. to my home to watch Red Dawn or like whatever the game is. And then the next morning I wake up, I'm usually getting a coffee and some Tim Hortons before I go to the field. Then I'm there. There's some type of lunch. And then usually we go out afterwards. Yeah. So it's like a whole Saturday revolve around yeah. this kind of, right. and, and in that sense, yeah. I spend a lot more playing recreation. Yeah. Speedball guys are now usually down to half a day for a practice because it's so efficient and they're bringing teams to play against. But there are teams locally that are doing something that I really enjoy. They go to the tournament and they play it. They don't practice. Right. They played enough in their life. They're not there to take first place every time. They're competitive and they want to play hard. But that's it. They consider the day of pay, play practice. And these guys... It's called veteran presence. You know, it's like the, the Leisure Kings from last year. They sucked the first two games on the field. And then you can see that their experience kicks in and they start winning by the end of the day and they're doing really well. <laughs> then the Rubax is set and the ibuprofen kick in and they're good to go. Sounds like yep. games. <laughs> their knees are warmed up by the second game and they're good to go. Yeah. So, yeah, so whatever. But I, 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 I think we've kind of all agree on that. Speedball is if you're going to do super competitive, it's going to cost you more. But same with, you know, scenario teams, guys with memberships. Yes, and sir. have You know, you all have to have matching jerseys and radio sets and all that sort of stuff. And a guy buys a tank and then they're pitching in on that, too. Like, there are, there are factions on both sides that do spend a lot of money. But also, I mean, I, we say spending money, but I spend money on hobbies, but I don't blink at it because it's, it's what keeps me going. It's what... It makes me happy, right? Yes, sir. Look again, right. says it's an investment in, yes. in you. It's an investment in entertainment uh, and an investment in your friends as well. Yeah. Yep. So we don't have Joe here tonight. So what I was thinking is we'd have a quick game of head-to-head prices right. What? 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 We're going to skip... Uh, we're going to skip all the, the minor contests. We're going to go right to the showcase showdown here. So, <laughs> When did Bob Barker pass? It's been a while, hasn't it? He, he hasn't died. I what? think he's, he's still alive. alive. We Is beat really? this weeks ago. Really? No, I okay. think he's dead. I know you beat up Adam Sandler. <laughs> he did. Yep. <laughs> all right. First item up for bid, and you guys can play at home with us. Sup Airball. 10 replacement inflatable bunker plugs bob barker is the still plugs. alive and he is 99 years old but i also will tell you that these plugs are years old they haven't had that style of plug in a long time okay uh-huh so there you go package of 10 uh josh you're the returning champ right you shut your mouth <laughs> it's me all me baby all right gavin what's so your first bid first, uh, 25 bucks josh 35 Really? Jason Mullen says nine ninety five. Same with George. Hey, you never know. Oh, okay. This is fifteen dollars. Damn. Well, yeah. over a bit. You did. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Oh, did you catch that? Bob Barker's still alive. He's ninety nine years I, old. I thought he was dead, but he was wow. born December twelfth, nineteen twenty three. Uh, Wolf apparently is still over there because it's like three a.m. over there right now. So good night, Wolf. Thank you for joining us. Safe travels, my friend. Um. Okay, up for bid this. Before I tell you what it is, do you guys know what it is? Uh, gun case, no? no? Yeah, you're right. Is, oh. that a J- is that JT? What's protruding that, out of there? Yeah. No, oh, I'm sorry, it's not, not a gun, gun case. case. Or is it d- barrel? It's a barrel case. Barrel case. Okay. But sorry, what did you say it was? <laughs> is it JT? What's protruding out of there? Or is that die? So die. this is die. Okay. 
You can barely see it, but that's what it is. Um, so yeah, die boombox paintball barrel case. Oh, so somebody just dropped it in a bucket of mold? <laughs> yeah. They weren't that color brand new. Uh, so we both overbid. So yeah. I still have the conch. Um, I'm going to say 50 bucks, Bob. Okay. Uh, 25, and I'm going to ask Gavin back for my inhaler. My Asmar is getting out of control. <laughs> um, you guys are overbidding again. Dear God. This sold for $19. All right. I don't know what you guys think. It's eBay. It's full of bargains. and, and uh, All yeah, the time. It's eBay. That could have went for $1,000, too. <laughs> right. Well, it's not retro. All right. So we showed a couple weeks ago a useless thing. Here's another useless thing. I think this is a useless thing. It's a revolver with what are they calling it? A buttstock adapter. So it's the constant error. Damn it. Okay. And they, How? they also uh, say it's for home defense. But if you need to defend your no. home with more than okay, first of all, Hold you have more that's air not, than you have paint in your That's not possible. What do you mean? The air doesn't go up there in that marker. It's a buttstock adapter for Umarex T4. How? Uh, I don't know, <laughs> but somehow it's going there. So let's live in the Maple Leaf oh. world of eBay as if this was okay. a product. I, I know what you're saying. Is it is it for the whole I've, setup or just a buttstock? Oh no, that's got me wondering. I it's a product. It's on the yeah. All right, so let's just say just a buttstock. You know what? I've been really lucky with my bid. Fifty bucks, Bob. And you're right. It is just the buttstock adapter. And sorry, what did you say? 50 bucks. Okay. Josh, what are you thinking? 100. <sighs> Overbid again? $47. You Damn. guys are not even a point on the board. We're three in. This is why we need Joe back with his spreadsheet. <laughs> yes. All right. This is for my friend Roger Weaver. Uh, this is not a Roger Weaver product. Maybe they are, but the, they just list that paintball armbands yellow, 15. We all know that duct tape is the devil, but this is a good idea. So I'm going 30 bucks for that lot. Okay. Five bucks. Okay. Gavin, you suck. Five dollars. Five dollars. Just eat that hole. You wow, well done, Joshua. <laughs> Not only did he get it right, right but like on. I was waiting for him to say like twenty-five, and then you guys overbid again. All right. This is like this is like cheap night tonight. All right, Gavin, this is your time to get back on the board, right, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, that is priceless. I want you guys to help them at home. Rare vintage paintball WGP jersey. At size extra large as well. Uh, so it's right in that sweet spot. One fifty. Oh well, no, it's Josh goes first. Two fifty. <laughs> 150. That was your chance to go to a dollar. It's going to be 149. Okay, so before you guys lock them in, Happy Holt $1, Dan really? Hardy $20, George Hayes has 175. And uh, Lisa Weaver says those are definitely not team tags. That's why, Lisa, they sold for five bucks. That's right. Uh huh. I still have all my team tag stuff. Well, as team tag I enjoy says, those. often duplicated, never. <laughs> you should do a read next that week for team tags. But rip off, <laughs> rip off one of ours already. Jeff Thompson says two hundred bucks. Happy Holton says one hundred and seventy-five. Elliot Darno says four hundred dollars, and Brian Foster two twenty-five. 
Colin Cooper, two hundred bucks. Dan Hardy, two hundred bucks. So we're 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 up there. So Gavin, do you want to just cinch in your your vote? No, I said one fifty. I'm sticking. Okay. I think I said two fifty. You said two fifty. You're gonna stay with it? Yeah. This sold for two hundred and ninety dollars. That's me, baby. No, it's not. Well done, Gavin. (laughs) Once again, you underbid. I did. Yeah. So, Josh, you're leading by two. Let's see if he can get this. We'll do one more here, and then we'll uh, carry on our wayward son. Uh, WGP Carnivore. Oh. I I know these are a million years old, but I still would like to have it. I, I would love one in red like that. Although... Maybe Matt can help me on this. Look at the front end. That's but if you scroll down, you but can no, see front extra right fiddly there. bits, right? Like these are the stock. That's your stock front end. That's and the it original has the bolt plan too. EQEVs on it. It looks like. Uh, yeah, you're right. So huh. there's some buggery afoot. It's in Just an Inceptions case too. Aftermarket RAM and LPR. Yeah, that's true. Bolts ridge. Oh, an extra bolt too, because look, the other bolts down in there. Yeah, but you didn't have to change that thing around, though. That's a th- nobody did. All right. Well, let's have a look. Eight hundred and fifty, nine hundred. Eight hundred fifty can go nine hundred. Thomas Burke said, "Happy Holden, sixteen hundred. Wow. Okay. Dan and Hardy, eight hundred ninety-nine dollars and ninety-nine golden nuggets. Elliot Darno is just bidding sexy. <laughs> if he would have said sexy time, I would have sold him the marker. Jeff Thompson, 575. George Hay, 450. What do you guys think? Um, who needs to go? Josh, you need Josh to go. Josh first. Uh, my first thought was 1500 but I... 1600 Okay. Same with Happy Holton, bid 1600 Colin Cooper, 1200 And Justin says 999 I am thinking everything was really stupid cheap this week. I'm going to say 750 Okay. Fourteen hundred. Damn. Damn! No, you, you won. Right. I did. Did you overbid? <laughs> All right. <Yeah. laughs> I can't figure out any of your patterns, buddy. I, I'm not. There's no pattern. Matt can attest. He's the one who finds these on eBay. There is no pattern. All right, Gavin. Last chance. Otherwise, we'll let J- Josh take this away. Uh, Russian, Russian Legion. Legion autographed. And that's an old. That was one of the originals earlier version. When you put it in H. <laughs> is that evil? Yeah. It is, yeah. yeah. And there's the autograph. Oh, with tag. Excellent. Evil. Yeah, that's the sti- fact that that's stickers worth something right there, yeah. Yeah. And it's uh, properly stored on a coat hanger. There we go. Alright, uh, Gavin, you won that. I'm going 300 even, bub. 300 even? 75. Okay, George Hayes saying 72 bucks. Justin seventy five, Happy Holden one hundred twenty five. This sold for two hundred dollars. Damn. And Josh is the reigning champion. Ah, uh, whatever. <laughs> I'd like to thank my agent, Gavin. <laughs> if it makes you feel any better, out of every single one of those uh, th- uh, things that we did, I crumpled up each one and I threw it at the garbage can, and I got two of the bin and the rest one, two, three, four, five <laughs> are sitting on the ground underneath Matt's chair. Don't trip when you get out of your chair, Matt. Yeah. All right. So here's what we're going to do, ladies and gentlemen. We are only live on Facebook right now. So what we're going to do is we normally kick you guys off and go do our podcast extra. 
But we're going to continue our show and go right into our podcast extra. This is kind of where the show ends, and we go off on a tangent. If you guys want to stick around and listen, we appreciate it. Uh, if, you, if you're going to head out, hit that like and share on your way. Uh, but the paintball conversation is probably going to end here because, uh, well, we're going to get into something here in a moment. We're getting into something. I guess we don't need an outro, Matt. We can just get right into it. Don't be a freeloader. If you liked what you hear, make sure to hit the share button below. Also follow us on our social media outlets like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, ICQ, and now MySpace. If you want to join the conversation, post your comments and we might read them on the show. Ryan McGee wants to congratulate Gavin on his on his win. Oh, thank you, Ryan. I <laughs> appreciate that. You know, it's it's tough being the champ, uh, but I appreciate support from little folks like you. Thank week you. after week, I don't know how you do it, yeah, my friend. Yeah, it's, t- it's tough to win. Um, so we started off the show when we first got in the studio, and Josh walked in and said, "Thank God, my man finally became king." <laughs> Isn't that your words exactly? Yeah, something like that. And he showed us his uh, his shirt, <laughs> his fishing shirt. Right? Well, yeah. Yes, his fishing shirt. I'll, I'll bring up a fishing shirt. Um, yeah, my no one in my house cared. My mother in law, who's eighty and change, wanted to watch the coronation. Uh, we weren't going to tell her that or remind her that it started at four a.m. So when she got up around nine thirty, I put on the YouTube's and found what whoever was streaming it. And by that time, they were running out of pomp and circumstance, and they started playing, like, not Ashley McIsaac, but, like, some local Canadian artists that were unknown, and it was, like, a bad Juno award, so I said, <laughs> screw it, I, I just As left there's it for there's a good Juno award. <laughs> well, whatever. I don't have a Juno, but, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't want one. Yeah. But, yeah, I, does anybody care? I mean, like I said, uh, my, my mom watched it. I don't know why. I have zero interest in the monarchy. Um, I'm just ready to cut ties here as a Canadian citizen to yeah. say, okay, beat it, beat yeah. it, deadbeats. Yeah. Um, I'd like to. I'd like to ixnay the the monarchy, just like the Americans want to ixnay imperial system. Yeah, I don't know. I. Someone made a comment, and I know it's whatever. It's a typical Facebook comment, but. How many homeless people out there are suffering when they're, you know, doing this pomp and circumstance with gold this it and gold that? It two hundred and fifty million pounds, and I believe that whether that was just propaganda online, that was the equivalent amount that they cut from the funding social services too. So the amount that they, you know, would have spent on funding um, a, a stronger social safety net in the UK, yeah. uh, they decided to do bring in Lionel Richie. But you know, when I'm sleeping in a gutter. I know he's king and he's going to watch over us. So I think that money was well spent. And dancing on the ceiling. That gets everybody up and moving. <laughs> is, that, is that what he played? I don't know. I didn't watch it. I know Lionel Richie was there. Katy Perry. Like, all the A-list stars were there. Like, come on. You know what? I think because the king is a little old and maybe a little senile, maybe Lionel Richie just sang hello. <laughs> is it me you're looking for? Maybe to relate to him? I don't know. I'd like to know what the soundtrack was now. Now you have me curious. Does anyone know what was played? The soundtrack? The soundtrack. Like, what did Katy Perry sing? Did they do a duet of Dancing on the Ceiling? I don't know. Okay, so I if bet you, Elton if, John wasn't there because his girl Diana was the one that was supposed to be I think he was invited, Whoa. but I think a lot of, a lot of artists turned down the, uh, the invitation to, to attend. Um, so if you were an artist, Todd. Did they invite Queen? Sorry. Yes. Uh, w- would you attend? Would you, would you play the coronation? 
I, I'm with you. I have no here nor there about the well i am here nor it, there on the monarchy I like depend, i think it's a waste it depends on the, the if paycheck. i got paid and what about the tote yeah. if what i got the paid, tote bag absolutely I, I i would love to have a pbs tote bag after that and i would love the payday and you have to be honest like Katy perry got some good coverage of it love it or hate it but i don't know if i want to risk my career doing that show oh, i can't is- imagine that like this is charles and camilla's uh, favorite artists that they they wrangled up like i can't i can't see charles grooving down to fireworks yeah or california girls yeah um i have the list Uh-oh. do you really excellent yeah. lay it on us buddy lionel richie katie perry andrea bocelli okay sir brian turfell alexis french zach abel take that featuring robin <laughs> schultz and Calum Scott, uh, Paloma Faith, Tiwa Savage, Steve Winwood. Okay, Tiwa Savage. Lang is Lang. The King's favorite group, for sure. Yeah. Uh, Nicole Scherzinger, Oli Muirs, Pete Tong, and Sonam Kapoor. Hmm. Do they? Can you find a set list of what songs were played? I know that's a big ask. Uh, uh, also on the lineup. Just, you guys just, are, just give us a lineup. Just so we're, you know, um, Tom Cruise and Winnie the Pooh. Josh is on Bing right now. Yes, I'm sure. Ask Jeeves couldn't give him a response, but he's on Bing. I hate Google. Like I know there were some like clearly with the passing of the Queen. Um, what? At least in Canada, there was uh, there was renewed enthusiasm about severing ties. Um, I would. I'm all for that. I'm well, all for I'm behind Miss Markle. You know, yeah, <laughs> yeah Team Markle. <laughs> Tom Cruise appeared via video, says Stephen Mayer, and so did Winnie the Pooh. Okay, Steve, first of all, I don't know what upsets me, the fact that Tom Cruise appeared on that, or you watched and know enough that he appeared. I just like the fact that Tom Cruise was too busy, so he sent (laughs) sent like a FaceTime. That's amazing. Tom Cruise was not here to receive this award, but yeah. I can't find a set list anywhere. Oh, someone has created a uh, Spotify. That's great. That's all I need. That's all I need. Be like I'm at the coronation with my when Where I have my eyes closed. Why? Oh, it won't let me open it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Gonna, um, oh, I better keep my mouth shut. I'm going to be in England in yeah. September. So Lisa like- Weaver, we did start the after show. We're not live on any other platform tonight. We're just on Facebook, so we're going to do it on uh, Facebook tonight. So that's why we're talking and singing the praises of the monarchy right now. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll wait till October before I badmouth them. Yeah. Uh, Thomas Burke says I was looking forward to another holiday. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. There's a whole list of stuff that was played also that didn't have live performances. Like, this is actually quite large. Just some DJ? Like, <laughs> Lady in Red. Well, according to this photo, it was actually Charles himself <laughs> spinning the tables. So That's nice. But I, I, like, they had like the Beatles, Coldplay, Ed Sheeran, uh, Yellow. There's like 50 songs there. Harry Styles, Kate Bush. Yeah, there's a bunch of stuff. But that set list looks very familiar. Very familiar. So, like, Gavin and I were talking before the show about how we go to the gym to get a, get a workout on, and that that track list, that 50 track list there, is cut up into three minute song when I'm at the gym because they play the course and they go into another course and then another course, and it's like, God, this is terrible. Um, I think it's just because it makes you want to get your workout done faster. I think you're listening to the wrong music at the gym. Oh, it's terrible. Just terrible. They played a country mashup one morning because there was an older guy in there that asked for it. Really? Uh-huh. What if kind of gym are you going to? I'm go- it's a CrossFit place. I go for physio. Whatever. No. But same place you go? No. 
You can put earbuds in, you know? You're allowed to do that. Well, I, yeah, I've got a physiotherapist telling me what I could do because I'm not a gym guy. I don't know. If he goes do a squat rack, whatever, I don't know what the hell that is. So I have to. told squat, Todd to do a hack squat. You start coughing and bent over. <laughs> Oh, it's gym humor. Yes. <laughs> yes. And I don't, get, I don't get it. So whatever. So whatever. Yeah. I. It, and it went on forever. If it started at 4 a.m., I don't think it finished until at least 11 o'clock here. And we were watching Canadian feed because I think it was CBC and it just went on and on. So for you guys that are listening and watching in the States, was there much? I can't imagine anybody would be interested. Like, I'm sure CNN didn't preempt all their information to stream it. I'm sure it was on TSN 8 between Froth videos. Yeah. On the Ocho? Yeah. Um, Speaking of, have you guys ever seen the South Park episode where they're talking about the coordination? It's from a long, long time ago, but it is always quite good. And that's all I could think about the entire time I was going deaf on that ding from Todd's phone. Um, yeah, because it comes through on my computer and then it mutes us. Yeah, it's definitely loud. Every time you guys say coronation, I always think of um, Coronation Street. No, there used to be a coronation. Oh, it was coronet. There was a oh, the uh, bar. There was a uh, a strip club called the Coronet uh, back in the day. Yeah, Not that must hopper? have been before my time. It was. It was. It's All like right, Hopper. You can smell the STDs burning in the air. That's asbestos. <laughs> Why don't we wrap We're up? We're all uh, going to die five years <laughs> earlier. <laughs> well, why don't we wrap oh, up here yes, and uh, we'll call it the day. Um, the show ended up, ended quick without Joe because we didn't have his stuff in there. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, we will see um, We will see you guys next week. Dan and Hardy gets the last comment of the night. He says, corn, it has the juice. It has the juice. <laughs> Thanks, guys, for listening. We'll see you next week. Oh.